The communication has got to be on point. And so, you know, if you're a lazy communicator, you will have a shit business. How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi everyone, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. Welcome to you if uh, you're in YouTube land. Good to have you with us uh, today. Uh, as usual, want to bring as much value as we can. Uh, I am assuming that uh, the folks that I'm chatting with are general contractors or subcontractors. Um, also, just for some housekeeping, be sure to like and subscribe and certainly share the information. And if you've got any questions, leave them below and I will uh, get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, also, you can email me directly at uh, max at businessforbuilders.ca um, and just shoot me more of a detailed you know, information or questions if you've got it. And uh, of course, uh, I want you to check out our, our uh, Business for Builders TikTok. Um, there's a bunch of fun we're having there too. So uh, if you want a bit of a laugh, uh, get across there. I'm not saying that I'm being a comedian, but um, yeah, it's certainly a different platform that we're just trying to get our head around. All right. So last week, I think I spoke about uh, management and I was going to talk about communication, but we pretty much run out of time. Uh, and so today I'm going to I'm going to tackle communication, and it is a little bit of a uh, it's one that I high, I hold in high esteem uh, because it irritates the living daylights out of me when either other salespeople from other companies either don't communicate, period, don't communicate promptly, or have a really rotten method of communication. Uh, where they don't apply empathy to the, the communications that I have. In other words, they're not understanding where I'm coming from. So, um, you know, what that does is it exposes me to what I would call substandard communication levels, and it motivates me to then uh, assess uh, really honestly and really accurately uh, how I do things to ensure that what I'm doing in the area of communication uh, is at the highest level. So, uh, if you're like us here at Smith & Sons, you might pride yourself on delivering a boutique, uh, top-shelf, white-glove type uh, construction brand, and we specialize mostly uh, in renovations and custom homes, so anything that needs a lot of attention to detail, and we deal uh, mostly with uh, what we call homeowners. Uh, our preferred client profile ranges from ages 50 to 75, uh, and so we're very specific on, on who we're chatting with. And uh, we certainly understand that communication to them is uh, very important. Uh, so let's back up quite a ways and let's talk about how your company communicates with the marketplace. And I'm certainly not going to get into a marketing social media deep dive. However, um, I want you to understand that communication uh, really does start back there. And so the, the speed of the leader determines the speed of the pack. Uh, you as the building company owner, and maybe if you're not an owner, uh, you might be watching this to try and uh, gather some information and some knowledge on how you might be able to help the person that you're working for. Um, but communication always starts with a high level of empathy uh, and finding a need and filling it. Uh, essentially, what we do at Smith & Sons is, 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 is definitely different to what I see in the marketplace compared to where I came from initially. Uh, and so what it does is it gives us a competitive advantage. So that's super important as well. Um, but so the way you communicate, I mean, it really sucks when, you know, it, does, it doesn't matter what you're into. I'm into guitars and rock and roll and I'm into racing go-karts and, of course, I'm in business. Anywhere I go, 
where there's a business that Facebook hasn't been updated since 2019, it's seriously disturbing. The message that you're sending is pretty ordinary. Um, and so you are communicating something about your business. So what I really want to do is, is focus more so on client communications and communications with the humans that are in close proximity to you. Um, look, I, I spend obviously a, a decent amount of time uh, dealing with general contractors that are a part of the Smith & Sons group and uh, you know, listening to some of their challenges, actually helping them deal with some of the challenges right at the back end of the project. And you know, I, I know you probably, if I said when which payment is the hardest one to get from the client, uh, most guys and gal general contractors are going to say, well, it's the final payment that's always the tricky one. Uh, and that's usually because of a breakdown in the level of communication or the deterioration of the communication that you've had with the clients. And so at the end of the day, uh, what you, you know, we work so hard at communicating with clients in the sales process where we, we want to deconstruct the wall of distrust. And so we, we're prompting our communication where, where we deliver communication with a high level of clarity as it relates to answering their questions, et cetera, et cetera. Because what we're doing in the sales process is trying to remove the reluctance to commit. So we want to answer questions, create solutions, and we want to uh, advance the deal and close close a deal. What happens is, and when I say this too, I probably say it more flippantly than, than really, I'll probably go a lot harder on it, is that you know we've got to start well and we've got to finish strong. And what that means is if we are going to start communicating well, we need to that need to finish strong communicating at the highest level as well. And so, you know, I think we potentially we make excuses or we maybe get lazy or maybe all of the above and we start to justify some of our let's call it bad behavior as it relates to communication with clients. Uh, and I think I'm going to focus on on client communication today because I think, you know, uh, you know, as it's probably at the top of the list. If we are if we need to focus on learning something or learning a communication skill uh, quickly, it is one that we should learn to communicate with clients uh, at the highest level. So like I said, we start well, we finish strong. We want to communicate with clients, not just well at the beginning of the project or beginning of the business relationship, but all the way through construction and thereafter if there's warranty issues, et cetera, et cetera. Um, nobody likes to feel like they're being uh, taken advantage of or nobody likes to think that they're being ignored. So... Uh, communication with clients uh, is by uh, is is a mixture. It's a mixture of science and psychology. So there's things that we're absolutely a matter of fact uh, about, and then there is definitely the reasons behind doing what we do the way we do it uh, is 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 really based on you know the fact that we're dealing with an emotional human being. Um, and like I've said before, that if clients or homeowners could walk into Walmart and buy uh, their renovation off the shelf for that new bathroom or new kitchen, done and dusted, they could click their heels, wiggle their nose, flop out their credit card and have it done overnight, I'm telling you, they would do that. They don't want to deal with you and me. Uh, and therefore, if we understand that that's where they're coming from, that they're like, okay, Max, I'll deal with you because uh, you're, you're the best of a bad bunch. Uh, which is which is is the fact. I mean, they they just would prefer the least amount of friction in their renovation. So what we're trying to do is meet them in the middle. We want to we 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 really want to uh, re-engineer the client experience, which means we have to get better at every aspect, you know, of uh, dealing with clients, both in sales and the construction phase. So it is a mixture of science and it's a mixture of psychology. Um, so in other words, what we've got to do is we've got to have a systemized approach to communication. 
Uh, now, uh, I think it comes down to understanding that you will have a system of communication either by design or by default. If you've not thought about systemizing your communication channels, then you have a communication system that is by default, uh, which means it, there's, it's highly likely that it's going to be a very, very ordinary uh, uh, process or system. So, yeah, a lot of the design really comes down to a conscious thought process. It comes down to thinking about what the client uh, wants and what's important to them, making it important to me as the builder, and then coming up with a design process or a or a uh, communication process around that that thought. Okay, so you know you want it to be designed. Uh, look, I think open, honest communication is what we talk about a lot here in the office. Uh, I do promote that to my general contractors uh, so that when our business relationship going forward stays, you know, uh, very healthy uh, and is at a high level, um, we want to make sure that we are being honest. And, um, you know, sometimes we've got to admit to making oversights and errors and things like that. And, and it helps when the general contractor does the same and there's no judgment. Um, that certainly makes it uh, the relationship sustainability is at a high level. So, this is something else uh, I alluded to. So as a side note to developing better communication systems and processes, we talk about education and capacity. So really, I think education starts right now. You you might all of a sudden have the lid kicked off, you know, this communication subject matter, and you're like, wow, I've never thought about this like that uh, in such a, you know, an organized fashion. I've never thought that I actually had to design a communication process. Um, and then your capacity. So I'm, I'm telling you, with everything that we deal with, uh, you know, on in the construction process, uh, subcontractors, suppliers, making sure orders get there on time, making sure you've got QC or quality control measures in place and processes to ensure the clients get what they ask for and what they paid for. You've also got to have an understanding that your capacity uh, really, you've only got so much to give. There's only so much communication that you can actually give in, in any one day about any one subject, uh, subject matters or with clients and subcontractors. So you've got to be careful to regulate uh, and understand that or, or really recognize and do an audit, audit on yourself and go, boy, oh boy, I'm really underwater. I'm not communicating on time uh, uh, with clients and that is actually sinking me. That's making my life difficult. My clients are getting pissed off. Um, and, you know, that really is a that's – a, that's another negative or, or a very downward spiral where if you're not careful, you'll run out of altitude. Um, and so really what, what I think some real-life situations is, is that, you know, I, I think it's so important. You know, I only, literally this morning, it's what, is it 10 or 11 o'clock now, and, and already this morning I've had two conversations with two of our general contractors – um, about sort of ongoing challenges that they're having. And it's super important as I'm listening to these stories to try and ascertain uh, who's getting what and who's not got what they expected uh, and who's feeling a little bit vulnerable uh, and, and where the vulnerabilities are and how is it that I can present solutions to these general contractors that they can actually present to their, their clients that's going to help them uh, resolve the situation. Ironically, both of these situations are at either on completion or just beyond completion. Uh, and there's some, some tricky situations. And, you know, it's, the thing is, it's, it's not just what we communicate, it's how we communicate. Uh, my dad used to say to me, look, you, you know, what you said was, it was a, the, the message was right, but the method of delivery was wrong because I'm a little bit bullish and, and probably, 
you know, conveyed the message or my feelings at a fairly intense emotional level and there was some offense created. So uh, always be mindful that your message might not be wrong. It's just your method of delivery. So look, I think that, you, you know, you, you really want to make sure that you're not getting emotionally involved uh, because I've talked about this last week as well. Emotions go up. Your ability to make good decisions goes down. You've got to keep a cool head. Um, one of the situations um, that that uh, I was thinking of uh, that I chatted with the gentleman today, he, you know, I actually talked to him either on a Saturday or Sunday because this was happening. Actually, it was a Sunday afternoon and uh, he had a meeting, uh, an impromptu meeting with the client and, um, you know, he really wanted to go in there fairly bullish. And I, I remember saying to him, you will not go in there with that attitude. That is not how you're going to handle this meeting. Now, the ironic part is I completely identify with going in there and cracking skulls because that's probably how I would feel too. So side note, another side note, um, you know, it's interesting that that I think iron sharpens iron. So as much as I understand, see, I wasn't emotionally wrapped up in the situation. So I was able to actually give good counsel uh, to this operator that I probably needed to give to myself at some stage because I did it so badly. <clears throat> so this is where I think this this coaching is super important uh, because it probably safeguarded because I was able to explain that going in there and cracking skulls and you know trying to demand certain things, the ultimate goal, guys and gals, and you'll know this, is to get paid. Um, and so I think my, my, my advice was, uh, don't go in with that bullish attitude. Just think about the money. Thinking about bringing it. You are so close. You've just got to go through this motion and just don't go kicking doors down. Keep it cool. Don't create a fence uh, because that communication at that intense level is, is I think, can be more destructive than constructive. So I, I think what you need to be is more calculated. Uh, I've probably shared with him too that, you know, when I was growing up, you know, my dad taught me how to play chess and he would destroy me game after game after game after game. And I think probably one of the biggest takeaways was that over time, I, I learned to look at, you know, three moves ahead. He taught me how to do that. You really categorically off the back of playing chess. And so today, you know, we understand that every action has an equal or opposite reaction. And so in a game of chess, you've got to think about how and when to make certain moves and what the knock-on effect or the ripple effect is going to be uh, and what the ensuing outcome uh, will be if you were to make that move. And sometimes we just, we're really just working a net one-to-one. -one. We make a move and then we get a reaction. Whereas if we're smart, we can actually start to build a narrative um, that really does, you know, create a no-lose, no-lose situation. So, um, you know, I think that comes down to if you're by yourself, it's super challenging to coach yourself. It's a matter of fact, I think it's impossible. Um, you know, I think that the, the fact that, you know, one of my guys was, was wise enough just to have a conversation with me and I related because I am a hothead, um, you know, it, it's certainly, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing because I could sort of, I could hear what he was saying. I could totally, uh, you know, really identify with the feeling, um, but it really did help him sort of settle down and, and you know what, um, you know, we'll get a final outcome on that today and I think it's going to end up positive for both parties and that's the outcome that we want. So what it comes down to when I look at that snapshot, there's communication, there's self-talk because you're drumming up this whole narrative in your head then there's some wisdom where it says, I'm going to pick up the phone and reach out to the resource that I have access to uh, on a weekend, just by the way, which I'm more than happy to do because it's all about people. Um, ironically, I was in the office, so it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. 
Uh, and then, of course, you know, the, 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 really the reconfiguration of the, the plan going in was established. And, you know, really the outcome was a result of all of that communication that was had. Now, what created some, some of the issues that we had to deal with, you know, in the past, you know, couple of days was probably the lack of appropriate or professional communication. Now, look, it's easy to sit here and judge and, and make assumptions and, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but you know when you guys and gals are under the pump and you're really pushing hard to get projects out supply chain issues right now are a massive massive challenge i shared a bit about that on last week's episode um you know but here's the deal here's where we, where we go into an instance where communication more now than ever is super important with clients you know so what we do is we we have a fixed price a guaranteed fixed price that we use we have a completion date. We have a list of specifications and inclusions. So what we do is we're normally fairly conservative in our job management software. We're able to put down all of the tasks and then really extrapolate the data to create you know, uh, a completion date or at least a project duration time. And normally, and I talk to our guys all the time about being super conservative. Now, now more than ever, we need to be super conservative on our completion dates. If we are going to order appliances in the first week of the project, we need to make sure that there's enough time left in the project to get those products delivered, get those products installed, and make sure it's all done in, in good time, and also allow contingency for where there is, you know, a delivery cock-up. Um, and there's all kinds of, you know, people suppliers end up delivering the wrong types of range hoods and dishwashers and all kinds of crazy stuff and and this is why too you know we, we order a lot of stuff in advance and we pay for it and we order it and then there's no there's no oh we don't have that stock anymore so but you know to to my point whenever we have a breakdown in the supply chain which has happened a lot lately across our whole whole organization um you know these guys um, are challenged by me that in the event, the minute you get a phone call from a subcontractor or you get a call from a supplier that says, we have had a glitch in our system or the product has arrived and it's the, it's the wrong color, it's, it's, it's black instead of brushed stainless, then you've got to get on your paperwork. You've, you know that for us, we have got a determined timeline. The minute that we get an opportunity, no, the minute that something comes in that's going to actually uh, that, that's going to compromise our complete completion date. We have to activate our systems. We have to communicate with the clients instantly. Uh, we should go to a builder-generated, no-cost change order that outlines to the client what the situation that was is now that is affecting our completion date, and we are now formally requesting off the back of that uh, notification by our supplier. Uh, that those appliances are now an extra 30 days out from delivery. Instantly, the change order goes out. The client can never come to us and say, you never told us about that. And this is where communication at the highest level has to be on the top of your list, Mr. or Mrs. Building Contractor. Um, because I am telling you, when you're dealing with an emotional homeowner uh, who is, you might have some absolutely legitimate reasons for the delay in the completion. But if you have not communicated, you deserve the smack in the mouth by the client, the end. If you don't communicate well at the highest level in an organized fashion, uh, you will be doing yourself a disservice. Please don't do it. Now, if you said, Max, I've got no way of, what is a change order? Like, uh, all a change order is, it's a notification of the change of scope of work and in most cases, a change of the budget. Now, that can be a credit change order or it can be a, just a normal debit or whatever you want to call it, an addition, uh, additional charge on top of the contract amount. 
So what you're trying to do is use paperwork to justify, you know, uh, a situation whereby the change of the scope has has happened, uh, which has also also potentially altered the contract price. So we we've got to have this systemized approach. You've got to have these triggers in your head where the minute that any kind of scope has changed, you need to communicate that. Um, you know, I think this this is a lot around timelines and guys and gals look. But clients are just done taking excuses, even though you might be justified in doing it. Just don't do it. Like I, I, you know, not that I ever, not that I don't apologize, and I've got I've got no problem saying sorry. I think in business sometimes being sorry that your appliances are thirty days out, guys and gals, that is really unfortunate. But you you do not have to apologize. This is a matter of fact. This is a business deal. This is not something that you've you've given them. It's outside your control. So no need for you to apologize. You know what you say? If you want to start the email, start it this way. Don't go, hey, really sorry about this inconvenience. This is how I want you to start the emails going forward. And this might be your only takeaway for today. It starts like this. Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, I really appreciate your patience. I've just been notified that my appliance supplier uh, has ordered in the incorrect color dishwasher uh, and, there, and and has notified me that it's going to be 30 days uh, to have that the, the, the correct dishwasher restocked. Please find attached the change order uh, that now has uh, is, a, is, a for, is formally adjusting our completion date. If you have any questions or queries or concern, please feel free to contact me. Best regards, Max the Builder. And that's it. That's cool communication. No, no homeowner in their right mind, A, is going to crucify you because of it. And if they do, then they're not a very nice client. Uh, I, I think the average human being is going to understand your case. Notice I didn't apologize. It's, it's, it's not something I did to bring it down. Now, if I've been an incompetent buffoon, then maybe there's an apology that's owed. Maybe there's cap in hand. Uh, and, 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 and some sort of, you know, explanation. But please don't waffle on. Just cut to the chase. They don't give a shit. They just want their project finished. And if you've got to order it, it's another 30 days. Just get on with it. And please, please minimize the disruption to my life. Guys, it, guys and girls, it's, it's about being organized in your communication. And, and this is, this really, this is, you know, we talked about management last week. We're talking about communication today. This is managing your communication methods now as part of the overall management infrastructure um, you know, prompt communication, both in the very first phone conversation you might have with clients, right throughout the whole project. It's got to be prompt. It's got the communication has got to be on point. And so, you know, if you're a lazy communicator, you will have a shit business. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. But I mean, if you think you can run a business at the highest level and be a shit house communicator, you're dreaming. Like, you're just never going to get it there. So, you know, I, I think something I just shared real quick on TikTok, and like I said, be sure to check out our TikTok page. You'll get a laugh out of that. But, you know, I talked about, you know, that being, 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 if you're just a one-man band right now, uh, look, it's, it's a great place where you can actually think about all of the massive systemization that goes into running a bigger building company, and you can slowly implement those on a really low level. And as the business grows, so will the system. If you get systemized as a one-man band where you're actually future-proofing the business, then what you'll enable yourself to do is refine those systems and then move humans into those systems once you start winning more work. Uh, and so communication, uh, what else can I share about communication? 
Um, yeah, look, as it relates to clients, I always see it at the back end. Now, given that, there was two situations I alluded to. Uh, there was one situation where the builder had been very communicative. Uh, there was there was a lot of boxes ticked, and it was and I had been uh, it had been brought to my attention the whole way through. Uh, there was an insurance situation which had to be remedied, and it's ironic how the client merges the insurance component with the project component. And and so what we had to talk about was that we we said look. We've got to make it clear, clear, open, honest communication to the client that all of the objectives have been met under the construction contract. Full payment is required for that. Anything that happens with the insurance is separate to said building contract and therefore uh, the insurance needs to be handled under the insurance umbrella and the contract for the building and the payment therein needs to be handled under the building contract umbrella. And so I think when you go in with that categoric, and if you've dealt with enough, you know, lawyers and legal situations, you will understand that there's no room for waffle uh, and there's no room for bloat. And so get rid of all of the bullshit and just deal with the facts. Remove the emotion and you will you will communicate uh, at a level uh, with a lot more clarity uh, and that is more effective. So uh, look, that's, on, that's enough on communication. That's 25 minutes of your life. Thanks for hanging with me. Uh, have a great day. Go build a kick-ass business and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers. 